Hi, it's John Paul, AAA's Car Doctor. Join me for another episode of the Car Doctor podcast. This time, I'm going to be chatting with Lynn St. Laurent from Hydro-Quebec. You ever wonder, are we going to have enough electricity to charge electric cars? Lynn fills us in. Give it a listen. Hi, my name's John Paul. I'm AAA's Car Doctor. And one of the questions that comes up a lot is... Well, even to put it in perspective, about 20 years ago, there was some concern that we were going to run out of gasoline. It was called uh, peak petroleum or peak fuel, and everyone thought we were going to run out of gasoline, and that didn't happen. Now, as we're seeing electric cars getting more and more popular, people have thoughts about, can we supply enough electricity to charge the electric cars? Now, here in the Northeast Electric cars probably only count for about one and a half, maybe close to 2% of the vehicles on the road. Out in California, we're seeing higher numbers. And still across the country, we see rolling brownouts from time to time. So do we have enough electricity? Well, joining us is uh, Lynn St. Laurent. She is from Hydro-Quebec. Lynn, thank you for joining us on this chat. It's my pleasure, John. So first off, give us a little background about you and Hydro-Quebec. Sure. Well, I'm a um, spokesperson for Hydro-Quebec, um, and I, uh, I work a lot on the uh, New England Clean Energy Connect project, so the Clean Energy Corridor project in Maine, which has begun construction uh, this year in February. Uh, pretty exciting time seeing those first towers go up. Um, and in Quebec, in the weeks to come, uh, we're all set to go. We've uh, received our our uh, last uh, necessary regulatory permits on our side of the border, and we're set to begin construction as well uh, in the coming weeks. Um, and as you know, this is a uh, clean energy uh, regional collaborative effort. It's a transmission uh, line that will run from Hydro-Quebec's vast hydroelectric system uh, to the New England power grid via Maine, uh, carrying, it, carrying along with it uh, clean energy, which will help displace um, harmful carbon emissions and will bring a long set of economic benefits uh, to Maine. Yeah. And, and, you know, as we look through Maine and the rest of New England, as we're adding power, I, I mean, just recently here in Massachusetts, where I live, there was a nuclear power plant that was shut down. Uh, it had been it had been at the end of its age for a long while. And I think up in Rye, New Hampshire, there's another one that was shut down. So we're we are seeing ourselves going away from um, power generated by coal or nuclear. Uh, we still have a lot of natural gas generation uh, power plants around um, with Hydro-Quebec. How? Is there, I guess, is there enough water? And I assume hydro is water. So is there enough water to make electricity to kind of power up New England? Oh, absolutely. Hydro-Quebec's uh, system, hydropower system, is a vast network of uh, 61 hydropower facilities. Um, they are located in uh, remote uh, locations in Quebec, uh, so perhaps approximately a thousand uh, kilometers uh, from Portland. And um, so of these hydropower facilities, uh, the, a third of them are reservoir stations. So the water feeding the turbines comes from a 
vast lake, if you will, and two thirds of them are run of river. So the turbines spin with the water uh, from the river flowing through them. Um, so we have all of these systems. We've, um, we've gotten to this point, uh, thanks to a uh, most recently a build out. And I say recently because that's in hydropower terms. It takes 10 to 15 years to build a facility. And we've built, we've added 13 um, over the past 15, 20 years. And so um, we are adding the last of our generation build out uh, next year uh, with the completion of a, uh, a facility in on Quebec's north coast. And that will have us standing with an added 5,000 megawatts in capacity. And so we have this vast system and it's really Quebec's size, John, as well as its vast resources, water resources that make it um, uniquely suited to develop large hydro. So we have uh, 500,000 lakes and rivers and Hydro-Quebec uses 75 rivers uh, to uh, for the purposes of electricity generation. So a lot of power, a lot of storage as well, because those reservoirs, and we have 28 of them, are like vast pools of, of, of waiting energy, waiting to be used. Um, and um, we, to give you an, an idea of the magnitude, so it's 177 terawatt hours of storage capacity. And uh, the New England states uh, use about 125, 130 terawatt hours a year. So those reservoirs are large enough to power all six New England states for about a year and a half. Wow, that, that is amazing. I, I've I've only seen one hydro generating plant. It was a very small one, uh, and it was it was actually pretty amazing to see that run as well. But as we're this certainly using hydro as opposed to, I guess everything has a benefit, and sometimes it may be a, a an issue as well. You put windmills up and they make shadows and you put solar panels up and people don't always like that. Is there some um, resistance at all with um, hydropower? I mean, I can't see why there would be. Well, hydropower stands amongst the lowest GHG emitting energy resources, um, essentially for two reasons, John. So first is cold temperatures. Um, as I mentioned, our facilities are in remote locations in northern Quebec, um, and there you have the cold temperatures, boreal conditions, and cold water contains more dissolved oxygen, um, and that makes a difference in the formation of greenhouse gases. And our facilities are built, as I said, in these remote locations, so they're far from agricultural or urban areas where vegetation is sparse, rather, and that means low organic matter in the water, therefore less productive ecosystems. And this combination um, provides for an energy resources that is very low carbon, uh, compares to wind and compares to solar. So when I buy my electric car, I'll have enough electricity to charge it up? Uh, certainly. I mean, in Quebec, uh, we've been developing um, our electric uh, mobility grid, if you will. Um, we have over 85,000 electric vehicles in Quebec. The objective is to get to one and a half million by 2030. And, you know, Quebec and, and Maine are, are pretty much aligned in terms of these objectives. Our plan for a green economy is, is uh, similar to Maine's uh, Maine Can't Wait, which is the, the state's uh, climate plan. 
And so the extra demand from these electric vehicles is something that our system can certainly handle. And obviously our forecasting uh, takes into account Quebec's vehicle electrification objectives. And we have mechanisms as well in Quebec to displace peak demand uh, from EV charging um, through smart energy services, net metering, um, and bi-directional charging stations are certainly uh, the way forward. Well, that you, you made me come up with a bunch of different questions at this point. So yeah, here in Massachusetts, I think it's 2035, the governor would like to see uh, no more internal combustion cars sold, which We'll see how that works. I'm not. I'm not quite sure everybody's ready to give up their Corvette for an electric motor Corvette yet, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but also, uh, it is pretty easy to handle, I guess, uh, kind of steady state. It's the the peaks, both high and low, that become somewhat complicated. And it sounds like where you have a, a ridiculous amount of storage. Uh, you're easily able to handle peaks when they come up, which is pretty comforting. Um, as electric vehicles are starting to get more popular, is Hydro-Quebec thinking of going into the electric charging uh, station business? Well, we do have um, the electric circuit in Quebec, which is um, um, a series of charging stations, and uh, we have uh, over 2,000, um, and we're still deploying them. And we're also contributing funds uh, to Maine so that uh, through the New England Clean Energy Corridor Project, um, so that we see um, an increased uh, deployment of EV charging stations in Maine. So there's a total of uh, $15 million uh, put towards this initiative. Uh, One million uh, has already been uh, provided to the state uh, through a plan for accelerating these payments uh, for the Clean Energy Corridor Project. And um, the agency who will be administering these funds, Efficiency Maine, um, they estimate conservatively that um, uh, they'll be able to add 50 fast charging stations and 500 uh, regular state charging stations as a direct result of the funding. So this is this is really great news because um, as we're deploying in Quebec um, and, and EV charging stations are being deployed in New, in New England and Maine um, and that we are on both sides of the border awaiting for um, the border to reopen, it's a great way to promote border communities and businesses that have um, evidently suffered through the pandemic. And so uh, to have these corridors for e-tourists um, to, to, to travel from one place to the next, I think um, is, is, a, is a sound investment for the future. And everybody knows as goes Maine goes the rest of New England. So um, we'll, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens there. But that is always one of the concerns. I, I talk to people all the time and, and respond to people's questions. People still have range anxiety when it comes to, will I be able to recharge my electric car? Will I be able to drive it like I drive my gasoline car now? Will there be enough charging stations? And now certainly a lot of people, most of the people we talk to charge at home. And it seems like the largest majority continue to do that. But you brought up something very interesting about um, sort of two-way charging where I might pull my electric car up, charge it up. But if the power grid needs a little extra boosting, that charge battery can can also help with 
demand on the grid at the same time, right? Absolutely. And it's certainly something um, that we're um, investing in um, and, and that we have um, um, high hopes for the, uh, the possibility of, of providing power to the grid as well. So, so to have that two-way exchange. Um, we're developing a series of, of mechanisms for energy efficiency and, and, and smart energy use. We um, have a, a subsidiary at Hydro-Quebec called Hilo. Um, and this is a, um, a company that uh, provides a set of services to homes and businesses to really um, move forward in the, uh, a smart energy transition and using energy uh, in an efficient manner. Um, if you can imagine a system of our magnitude. So we have 37,000 megawatts of hydropower capacity. Imagine if we save 0.5% or 1%, the amount of megawatts that we're making available for use um, in, our, uh, in our neighboring markets or in Quebec. And actually we've put this, this to the test already over the past 15 years through energy efficiency measures, we've actually um, saved about 10 terawatt hours of energy. And that's huge. That's the amount of energy that will flow um, approximately. Uh, that's the same amount of energy that will flow over the Clean Energy Connect, 10 terawatt hours. And so we are investing heavily um, in this in, in energy efficiency measures. Um, and we, uh, we mentioned bi-directional um, charging stations, but there are a series of other measures um, that we deploy to, to save those, those kilowatts and, um, and uh, provide them for uh, different uses in Quebec um, and to provide them for our, at our export markets as well. I'm happy when I can save a gallon of gas because I've, <laughs> I've figured out how to adjust my driving so I do that. And the idea of saving thousands yeah. and thousands of kilowatts of electricity just is pretty amazing. If people want to learn more about Hydro-Quebec, where how can they how can they learn more about it? How can they learn about how this clean energy is coming to New England over time, finding out just more information about it? Yes, well clean energy for Maine or me rather. So cleanenergyforme.com is is a great first stop to learning more um, about the project, about our energy and about the company. Very good. Well, thank you for taking a little time out of your day and joining us on this chat. Well, thank you for having me. Have a great day.